what's up everybody this is the red face monster and this is what kind of podcast is this and i am here with my homeboy chaos my partner in crime my ace aka victor sweets when he gets freezing (laughs) outside (laughs) what's up chaos what is going on zero man what's up everybody this is chaos welcome to the best damn movie review topic covering first second take hot take welcome to wakanda podcast is this Yes, indeed. This is what kind of podcast where you're going to hear all type of stuff from TV to movies, a lot of DC stuff, uh, a lot of Marvel, um, any type of comic stuff. We talk uh, other TV shows like HBO, uh, Showtime, uh, you know, we talk it all pop culture shit um, from video games to TV. We'll we're, we're start branching out uh, and doing a lot of stuff more. So um ladies and gentlemen we probably got one of the biggest events coming up uh in what's today the fourth yes for about two more minutes yeah today is the fourth about a minute or so but um on the 8th of december crisis begins so we're gonna do probably a podcast right before crisis starts or do a breakdown a synopsis of all five tv shows which are batwoman which i actually enjoy uh supergirl um uh black lightning uh flash and arrow um we'll do those later on this week so stay tuned for that but right now we're just gonna kick with you guys and talk some news Uh, since it's been a minute since we did a news podcast so uh take it away chaos what's going on everybody so uh yeah zero said we're gonna be doing a lot more uh we got about 25 more days left in this year uh going to 2020 you're actually going to start seeing a little more content a little different content you may actually see our faces uh and uh, be on the lookout for that maybe having some more junk shows so uh 2020 looks like it's going to be a great year for uh whip it as they called wpit what kind of podcast is this uh first thing i guess the newest thing we could talk about would be the uh first official trailer for black widow R.I.P. Yeah, man, that trailer was actually freaking amazing. I didn't, I didn't expect it to be that good. Uh, I, I, it's one of those things where um, Scarlett Johansson has been in the MCU for so long, and I was scared, honestly, that there was gonna, there was a fucker movie up. Um, but with the blueprint and everything that's been going on previously with everything with Marvel. They're batting a thousand. They can't go no wrong. I mean, hell, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp is number nine for top MCU movies. So, <laughs> uh, you can't go no wrong there. Uh, I'm not even. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm gonna fan that fire. Um, <laughs> if if you're in the know, you know what I'm talking about, and that'll be a that's, forever running on joke. A, that is going to be a good deep cut to keep bringing up. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I loved it. Um, it really did make me think when I was watching it. I'm like, damn, I wish this would have came out in like 2016 or 2017. <laughs> like, I really think, I really think they cut they cut themselves out of uh, some money with this one. Um, I think it's going to be great. Um, I think it is going to be an interesting film because it is 
I think this is the latest we have technically seen a prequel that we know this is a prequel because the Guardians movies were prequels, but we didn't know that technically, especially with Guardians Volume 2 taking up like six months after the first one. Uh, so it's technically started. Uh, uh, Guardians 2 technically is, uh, I guess, 2014, even though it came out in 2017 uh, because if we're putting in a chronological order. But um, this one is set after Civil War, but before Infinity War. So, obviously, Black Widow's alive, and the oncoming threat of Thanos hasn't taken its full shape and effect yet. But uh, just from what I saw, I loved it. Um, I think this is a good kind of almost palate cleanser after having the heavy emotional toll of Endgame, the emotional uh, taking of uh, uh, Far From Home, and then also not knowing where and when we're going to see Spidey again. We will see him again, we just don't know when. But uh, having this film be the first of Phase 4 now? Yeah, of yeah, Phase, phase, four. phase um, 4. I think yep. this is good to start it off with somebody like, uh, kind of just the position how they did Ant-Man the last couple times, having Ant-Man be the, uh, the end cap, having this one kind of started off with kind of lower stakes, like, you know, it's going to be high stakes, but the world is not going to be at risk because we know what's coming. So uh, I loved it. Uh, yeah, I loved it, too. Uh, just um, just the things, different things they showed. Like um, when you when you look at the trailer, you're trying to get a feel for it. And like um, Chaos already said, uh, where it takes place in between uh, two pivotal movies. I don't know if as pivotal as... Uh, Hitman and the Wasp, but uh, in between two pivotal movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I'm going to drag the hell out of this shit, so if you know, you know, and fuck you too. <laughs> um, oh, I'm sorry, guys. It's an inside joke you got to listen to. Um, if you have not uh, listened to the, um, uh, us ranking the top 25, well, the MCU uh, as of the the first what what 10 to 11 years which would be the yeah. top 25 movies and where everything got ranked uh just listen to the conversation and you'll see why i keep bringing up ant-man and the wasp um like i said <laughs> i said what i said uh but going back to the conversation die on that hill, ain't you? yeah I, i'm building a castle on that hill fuck what you talking about <laughs> um um but <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> Um, but yeah, just to see, you can see like, um, with the hair, I, I like, I kind of like, kind of like, chronicle, chronologically, I can't say the chronologically. word. Chronologically? Yeah, I kind of placed it chronologically by her hair, which is maybe like, mm -hmm. maybe the weirdest thing someone could say, but, uh, if you pay attention to her hair between Infinity War and, um, and Endgame, the way it looks, the change, it kind of, I got that kind of same feeling in Black Widow. So before I found out it where uh -huh. it was placed, where it was in between those two movies, so what I mentioned earlier, uh, not M N and the Wasp, but in between uh, <laughs> Civil War and Infinity War, uh, there's been a lot of wars in the in the MCU. Yeah. yeah. Um. Um. In between them, I, I, I thought it might have been in between if, uh, Infinity War and Endgame, but uh, it wasn't. 
And to me, that honestly being in between those two movies would make more sense to me. But um, Borde Place is still a good placement. It makes sense either way. But then you got to explain why she went blonde for Infinity War. Mm-hmm. So, right. so I felt like if it was in between Infinity War and Endgame, that would make sense. If she was trying to, you know, she lost a whole bunch of people. That would that that would be like the perfect time for her to be figuring out her shit. So it makes mm-hmm. sense to me. But whatever, you know, here it, it is what it is. I, I think it's a uh, place in a great place. So it's uh, really good. Um, I love all the characters. Uh, uh, Rachel Adams. Um, what's his name? Um, I can't. Uh, David Harper. David Harper. Um, uh, uh, what's, I can't remember, though. The one that plays her sister. I know her first name is Florence. I think uh, Florence Pugh. Yeah, she's a good actress as well. Uh, I, 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 and I like the contrast in here as well. And I keep saying here, which is weird, but <laughs> when you, when we've always seen this red aesthetic and they, they played a lot with the red aesthetic in the, the trailer with her different mm-hmm. costumes and stuff like that. But to see like her to have a sister and it'd be one is red, one is blind, one is brunette. Uh, and they're all sisters necessarily. I'm not sure Rachel Adams is her sister because they never, Rachel addressed. Rice. Rachel Weiss. I keep saying Adams. Which one is Rachel Adams? uh in the notebook and uh mean girls oh yeah she's done okay. she's okay. done way more stuff than that but that's honest i don't know why that's the uh, but i knew exactly what you were talking about when you said those two um but yeah rachel why excuse me i apologize mrs I'm james just... mrs james bond well technically still james bond yeah yeah yeah. we'll get we'll get to him soon um <laughs> segue uh uh but yeah with them being in the movie it just um if you don't know who is who, just to you kind of pinpoint, especially in a fight, if you don't necessarily, depending on the distance in the fight, you can pinpoint who's who by hair mm-hmm. necessarily or different body characteristics. And I'm just using mm-hmm. hair as so the characteristics to define. And plus, and when you when you think of Black Widow, you think of a few things. You think of black and red. And yep. her hair being red, Natasha's hair being red, it's been like one of her design, uh, defining signatures. Uh, so when she, for like when she went in the Infinity War and she was blonde, the short, uh, blonde Bob, uh, the, with like the, I don't know, it was kind of like black highlights or whatever, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then going into, um, Endgame where it was kind of like, uh, it was like a strawberry, a strawberry mm-hmm. blonde because it was like the red, the dye, all the blonde dye had came out of her hair and stuff like right. that, but it was still like at the tips. Um, those all those sticks important. Um, the costumes were important. Um, I think believe they that showed white their, costume looked oh, absolutely beautiful. Beautiful. I think they showed like three different costumes she would be in in the movie. Mm-hmm. The for what they showed in the trailer, at least at least three. Uh, the free fall in the middle of the movie. Uh, that I was saw cool. this. I saw this meme. It was a uh, they used her as a uh, for a video game meme, and it was like um, uh, I think it was um. I can't remember uh what was it what was the term for it uh but it was like um oh damn it was pretty much uh uh insinuating um it was a picture of her free fall and it was another picture where she was dead on the ground from uh Infinity oh, War. Yeah, I saw that. and it was pretty much like uh to see if uh like you got uh, instant kill yourself or not yeah. <laughs> it was, that was hilarious i thought like that that was good i'm surprised as of yet i haven't seen it that nobody has mixed that free fall with the uh opening of season four of rick and morty because rick does a, a, a similar free fall I'm like I, I I don't know why nobody's mixed that together yet. I I don't have the 
the time to do it. But uh, if whoever you're listening, tag me in it at Team Chaos on uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter. I want to see the Black Widow freefall mixed with the Rick of, uh, from Rick and Morty freefall. Hmm. See, I don't watch Rick and Morty, so I can't uh, get as excited as you. But you gotta get on that, the clips man. you've been showing, hey. like the putting on Facebook and stuff like that. They're hilarious. I'm telling you, man. Uh, it's 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 so good. Um, and now you got uh, they're doing five episodes this year, and then they're not coming back until around the end of January next year with the uh, second five for season four. So you got time to get to get all in. Well, with all these shows going on hiatus in a minute, I can probably steamroll through what it's like through the season you said season four so i can steamroll through three seasons it's gotta find yeah. it is it on uh netflix or something uh it's on hulu or uh on demand oh i got disney plus have, so uh, okay. i got disney plus so i got hulu um yeah 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 that's all i got yeah so you can go there and then some of the episodes are actually uncensored which is uh really fun i was talking about that with um my uh, other co-host for Knockouts in Three House, my boy Devin, uh, he had a good point that sometimes when you watch a show and they bleep out the cussing, sometimes it's funnier with the cussing being bleeped out. And some of the episodes of Rick and Morty are completely uncensored and some of them are censored. And it's it just throws a different aesthetic. It's funny. But uh, last thing I'll say about the Black Widow thing, they finally gave me my second favorite Marvel villain, Taskmaster. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited about this because I think this. I truly hope they don't kill him off, because this is a character that could just be thrown in. Literally, can be thrown into any film, and because of his muscle memory ability to learn anybody's fighting style or powers on the fly, can fit in literally anywhere. Uh, yeah, I'll be excited. Uh, I hope he plays a part or in um in a cap. Uh, well, Captain Falcon and and the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. or well, Sam was whatever they're calling. It. I think it's what Falcon and Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, but I'm gonna call him Captain Falcon. Uh, <laughs> uh, sounds like a, sounds like a '70s anime. <laughs> but uh, but since we're on this uh Disney kick, I know we already mentioned Disney Plus. I want to talk about that briefly. I know that's not oh, necessarily yeah. in the news, but it's been um. It's been actually it's always in the news because they're always updating yeah. their movies. Um, just well, one... we have, this is our first show since they've uh, launched Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think? I my opinion of it, um, and I would love to do business with the the mouse at some point, um, but I, I think our soul shortly. Yeah, but uh, no, I'm not gonna sell my soul. But you know, we can do we can talk we can talk some numbers <laughs> definitely. Um. <laughs> Um, I think uh, they put out a, a half-assed product, to be honest. Okay. It wasn't. It, I mean, it has some great shit on there. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I my kids watching it. I watched it, but it it was incomplete. I won't. Oh, I, well, let's say this. I won't say it's half-assed, but it was incomplete. There was no continue watching on there. They just added continue yeah. watching not too long ago. Uh, a lot of the cartoons were not in order. So if you didn't know, uh, you were just yeah. watching cartoons in random ass order. So you if so you got to do extra work to figure out what episode goes where. Um, I, I did have to do that with gargoyles because I'm seeing shit. I'm like, well, I expect Beth here, and he hasn't had his, his first. Yeah, episode yeah, that's yet. that's like the last season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with all the Macbeth shit because his daughter's there and everything, mm-hmm. all that stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know they didn't really do a good job of order placement. 
um, they claim that every Disney movie was gonna be on there, and they're not. And they're I slow. can list, I can list five that are my favorites that ain't on there. Yeah, so they're not. Um, but they're slowly adding movies, so it should have been more honest. Like we're gonna put a bulk of our movies on there, and they did put a lot bulk of their movies they on did. there, a lot of their biggest movies on there. But there was movies that a lot of people, I guess, that might not have been the most popular movies that people are necessarily looking for. Uh, and I guess it could be obscure or just other movies in general that people might have been looking for. TV shows, cartoons, that people were looking for that wasn't on there. Thank heavens they are adding still more stuff to it, which makes sense. But I feel mm-hmm. like if you could say we're building this grand, the grandiose platform and we're going to have all this stuff on here. And I, they pretty much sold it by saying, hey, all the Marvel shit's going to be on here. And then you mm-hmm. can catch all your Disney movies on here. But they wasn't specific on how many Disney movies. But when you say, well, shit, I can watch all my fucking Marvel movies on there, which right. is a lie because none of the Spider-Man movies are on there. That is really being a big, a big glaring hole in the MCU, especially with Far From Home. Yeah. It is. Which is the biggest one. Yeah. Which yeah. is the biggest movie. And it won't be on there because it's a Sony property. So, and then that's the thing, like, even if you, all right, because within the next three months, you're going to have Infinity War, Thor Ragnarok. They're right on I there. I think Black, uh, Thor Ragnarok comes on this week, mm-hmm. Infinity War comes on next month, and I think February is when Black Panther comes, all of them that are still on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And when you have that, you will be able to watch the entire MCU minus the two Spider-Man films, and... Yeah, you can go without uh, Homecoming. It doesn't play into the larger MCU. But not having Far From Home on there, that's that that's that that's not good. It does it will literally leave a hole in the MCU. I, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's too much stuff for the casual fan uh to really care. But when you look at it, when you start doing certain things, like uh, let's not forget the Mandalorian. Mandalorian is kicking ass. It's, oh, it's, yeah. it's bigger than Stranger Things now. But just when you look at it on the scale of, okay, just if someone like a casual person, just like whatever, if you're watching a show and God, you finally figure out what order to watch it and you're like, shit, what, what episode I leave it on? You don't even know what episode mm-hmm. you left it on. So it was a lot of the stuff before they started making the changes and adding. But I'm thinking, like, who forgets continue watching? Like, honestly. Right, like, yeah, I agree. And, like, these are, it's not like these wasn't movies you had to contract out, like, on Netflix. These are all your movies. Mm-hmm. So yeah. why wasn't the platform built out to be, to have that type of stuff already? Why didn't, why wasn't, why wasn't it carefully enough put in there? And I'm, granted, I'm being very nitpicky. Um, but if you got all that money, you're you got damn near four out of the the six Infinity Stones, uh, <laughs> of, of of network and TV and all that type of shit, because Disney's arms got real long, uh, with that uh, acquisition of uh, Fox, uh, and all the stuff that went with it. Um, you know, it, it should have been. I would say, in my opinion, it could been done a little bit better. Yeah. I yeah, give it so I want to give it like maybe like killer. a B I I want to give it like a B minus. Oh, and then everyone was shitting on Netflix. Netflix is done. Netflix is done. Netflix said, "Look, little bitch, we got Nickelodeon coming." Right. So that's that that's that's a good one for me. That will get me to go back to Netflix. So I, I never left Netflix. 
Eh. I never left Netflix. I've been I'm using both. I mean, and I don't. The only one I'm paying for right now is Disney Plus. I'll say that. Hey man, I, fortunately I have family members <laughs> and we can work some things out where we can all use everything. But uh, uh, but you know, just to have things like I've used ESPN Plus, I've used Hulu. Uh, of course, I've used Disney Plus. My kids is using that stuff. Um, hopefully, the fight that the maybe this weekend is on ESPN Plus. I hope it is. Um, yeah, that I'm sorry. I'm I'm really liking that too. I can now watch NBA games. Yeah. Again, what I have in the NBA, like the I remember back in the day when the NBA uh, Game Time app first came out, and they were letting you watch games for free, and then they took that away. I'm like, okay, well, fuck it. Now I'm able to actually watch NBA games that I can watch on any college game. Mm-hmm. That's that's a that's a pretty damn good benefit. Yeah, it's so like I said, um, it's a lot of perks to it, but it was some uh, a few, it was some things that the naked eye customer or fan of Disney probably would let slide that I have to say, hey, I'm watching you guys, and I noticed it, and with as much money you guys made, y'all dropped the ball. I love the product, so, but y'all dropped the ball in plenty of places. Speaking of Disney Plus. How about the damn Mandalorian? Oh my God, it is amazing. Um, I don't really, I want, I don't want, I want to talk about it just briefly because I want to do a a, a whole podcast. I believe uh, yeah. Tesla want to do one as well. That's strictly on it and just doing from episode one to I think it was it nine episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I want to do, I want to do uh, a podcast directly on it. So, but yeah, just you know, go ahead and tell your thoughts on it. I know you're a bigger Star Wars fan than I am, so. Uh I gotta say, and for anybody that's listened to the show before, you know how hard I was on The Last Jedi. I That, that is my hill. I will stand on it that The Last Jedi is one of the worst things that they've ever done with the Star Wars property. Yeah, it, it's not that good. One of the best things they've ever done with the Star Wars property is The Mandalorian. It might be... It, it might be one of my... It might be my favorite Star Wars thing. If it's not, it's... It's damn close, and that's counting video games, graphic novels, everything. It's because it's it's Star Wars, but it's not technically Star Wars. It's a Western. You know, it's it, it's it's a Western, man. Especially we'll get more into episode four. That's that's the damn Seven Samurai. Yeah. That's that's the Seven Samurai. All just 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 with less samurais. I mean, it and it was beautiful. I mean, I, I honestly tonight I left work. And I got on, I uh, got in the car, and Orion's uh, theme song in the car. Oh, I love the theme song. It uh, it just got stuck in my head, and I'm like, I gotta listen to this. So I just listened to it on my drive home. I just, I just listened to it on repeat. Like it's just, they they knocked the Fabro. He's he's really building himself a legit claim of being one of the best content creators in entertainment right now. From being the Godfather of the MCU with the uh. The Disney properties with uh, uh, the uh, Lion King and the Jungle Book. Now this, he's 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 become a legit heavyweight. Yeah, I I would agree. Um, I'm excited for it. Um, uh, everyone's going crazy over Baby uh, Yoda, even though it's not yeah. Baby Yoda. Um, I don't. What is that species of alien? Shit, I just call them Yodas because the Yodas the only ever one I've ever seen. Now I know. I think they 
they've had more in like the Clone Wars, but I never watched the Clone Wars cartoons. Mm-hmm. Either one of them, but I actually can now. I can actually because they're on Disney Plus. I can actually get into them. Yeah, but um, as everyone's calling it, Baby Yoda. Um, every, uh, Baby Yoda is amazing. Oh, it's just so adorable, and with the baby sounds and everything like that. Even though it's a fifty-year-old child, um, right? <laughs> and then uh, Pedro Pascal, he's killing it. Man, um, he is. He's he's always been a really underrated actor, but it's like this is the same dude that was playing tequila and Kingsman. <laughs> like, damn, this dude can act. <laughs> And then it's funny, I saw this meme that was saying, like, um, and there was a picture from him from Game of Thrones, and it was like, we, they couldn't get you to wear a helmet. And then they showed a picture of him in the Mandalorian, and it was like, now we can't get you to take the bitch off. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing that, to me, that's like, that's, that's great, because he's just, he's just, that's like Carl Urban and Dread. Mm-hmm. Like, you're really acting while we're not able to see your face. Like, that is just, that's yeah. just talent. Yeah, at least with Dread, you can see Carl Urban's like mouth. You can't see mm-hmm. shit under uh, well, behind that mask uh, for the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and all you hear is his voice and his actions. Like, like he is selling it. And episode four, and I know we'll get into more, but episode four almost was the funniest episode because it was just stuff that he even did as man as the Mandalorian, and I'm laughing, and mm-hmm. I'm like, that's subtle comedy, you know? That's subtle stuff. It's like different than the Last Jedi, which was hammering you over the head with them like this is subtle stuff i'm like it just it just they're just this thing this is like i said it's their stranger things this is their thing that i was i was leery because i'm like okay it's star wars are you guys going to be overdoing it with star wars but they uh they they they, they hit all run with this one uh i like the once a week format too i think uh netflix uh i think netflix necessarily played no i won't say netflix played themselves it was a great uh, style and it's good that mm-hmm. they still have that style but uh mm-hmm. i don't i think mandalorian is better in doses and to be anticipating what's going on mm-hmm. in the next week so like uh when it's finished yeah yeah you can just um you can spam through it and uh, watch all of it mm-hmm. at once like but for like as good as that is yeah make me wait every week maybe be looking yeah. friday first thing in the morning for it definitely um, and that's the thing i think that is a, a format that it, it is going back there because, like I say, it's so much content out there right now, and that's the thing I have felt. I forget the exact word they uh, had for it, but like the Netflix guilt that if you don't watch the entire season within two days, you feel bad because you don't want to get spoilers and people are trying to talk to you and they can't talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. Like I felt that when I've been at work and they'll drop something on a Wednesday morning, and I'm like, well, shit, I I can't watch till the weekend. Like, I don't want to go on Facebook and have somebody spoil it for me. But then I want to talk about it. I'm two episodes in. You're nine episodes in. So I mean, just releasing it week by week, it does it does bring up anticipation for the next episode. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm excited about this show. Um, let's move on because we can actually be stuck talking about the Mandalorian. <laughs> right. Um. So next on news, uh, is there anything else Marvel or Disney related you want to talk about, or you want to jump over to uh, DC? Yeah, we can jump over to DC. Uh, one of the bigger things with DC, uh, obviously, Crisis is next weekend, starting on Sunday, December eighth at eight a eight p.m. Excuse me, nine nine. No, is it eight p.m. seven central? Eight seven central. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, we have 
What was I gonna say? We got some some rumored news that uh, they're, they're they're in the process trying to replace uh, Henry Cavill. I know there's been another rumor that came out. Well, it wasn't. It was just it was a rumor. But um, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's uh fucking Adonis's name? Uh, God damn it. Killmonger, what's his uh, name? Oh, um, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan went, was talking with uh, w, uh with WB DC about playing Superman. Uh, Michael B. Jordan did confirm that he did sit down and talk to DC about something, but we're not exactly sure. He did not confirm was it was about Superman. And I don't want to really go into this for all the idiots. There is a black Superman. His name is mm-hmm. Val Zod. He is from Earth 2. Look it up. That's all I'm going to say. Hell, I, I, I mean, even if you watched... Uh, was he was he in uh, Flashpoint? No, he wasn't in Flashpoint, the movie. No. Okay, no. that was that was just a skinny... That was just a skinny Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, there's Val Zod. Uh, look him up. In the comics. Earth 2. He's their Superman. Get over it. Uh, that could be a, a great example of multiverses. Uh, I really don't want to go into a race battle because there's been a lot of shit going on. But I just want to <laughs> keep it. Uh, this. He's already taken that um, the, um that lump on his uh on his shoulders because uh, he played the black Johnny Storm. Yeah. Um, and he's the only real good thing in that damn movie too. Which yeah, he actually he was really good in that movie. He can he can he can act. Brother, brother connect Michael B. Jordan, not bad. He's he's not bad. That boy good. That boy good. <laughs> uh, so you want to talk about this uh, new possible front runner for Superman? Because I don't know anything about this guy. I don't know nothing about the kid. Um, I'm sorry, whoever he is. Then this is no disrespect. I I just I'm not too familiar with your work. But uh, Henry Cavill's my Superman. The the guy. I I knew of him before the uh, he came out in Man of Steel because um, I heard rumors about him before uh, when they were looking to do the casting for Superman and when they first started talking about Henry they're like yeah he was uh, the runner up to Brandon Routh in 06 for playing the same role Superman in Superman Returns he was the runner up to Daniel Craig in 2005 to play the new James Bond. And he was really close to getting it because they really didn't want to get Daniel Craig because he was older and he was blonde and blue-eyed. And they didn't want to go that far against uh, typing, uh, going against type, even though they did. And he was the runner-up to Robert Pattinson for playing Edward Cullen in Twilight. So I'm like, okay, there's something with this guy. If he keeps getting this close to these iconic roles... There's something to this guy, and I really started checking him out. I checked him out in what was it, Immortals, and some of his other stuff. I'm like, yeah. all right, this he's, he's not bad. And then I saw Man of Steel. Didn't huh. I don't hate Man of Steel. I don't love it. I'm not gonna be one of those people that says it's underrated. I'm not gonna be one of those people that says it's one of the greatest Superman films. I see what Zack Snyder was trying to do with the character and deconstruct him and make him a little darker and edgier. I completely fundamentally disagree. That is not who that character is as Superman. Um, I think the things they did right in that film was pretty much the casting. Michael Shannon as Zod, uh, Amy Adams as Lois Lane, Henry Cavill as Superman. 
Um, I want to see more of him. I mean, when you really get down to it, he's had one solo movie. He's had a co-starring role in Batman v Superman and an extended cameo in Justice League. That's it. He deserves more than that. Absolutely. So is and so is Ben Affleck, in my opinion. Ben Affleck had a cameo in. Uh, he has co-starred in Batman v Superman. Had a legit one-scene cameo, two-scene cameo in uh, Suicide Squad, and was part of an ensemble in Justice League. The, if you're gonna give these guys these roles, let them at least have two films to really stress their solo films to stress their wings. I agree. I agree. I just think it's a it's kind of like a shit show. Um, I hope it works out. Looks like he's having a time in his life with The Witcher. He's on promo for The Witcher, and that's coming out. So when does that come out? I'm not exactly sure, uh, to be honest. I think I can look it up real quick. Because um, that 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 will be that will be something that'll get me back to watch on Netflix to see that. Because he seems excited about the role too. I wish they would have kept. Then this is spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Mission Impossible Fallout, I haven't seen uh, it. Damn it. Okay. Well. You gotta see it. It's it's the best action film that came out in 2018, and that's above Avengers: Infinity War. Oh shit! It starts on the 20th. Damn, that's so. Yeah. Netflix, Netflix ain't playing. Yeah, they gotta do something. You know what? Uh, Fallout is on uh, Hulu. Fallout. Oh, it's yeah. Oh, I got Comcast, so I can I can watch it on TV. It's either way. I can I can catch it. Yeah. It's it's good. Um. Going back to the stuff we're talking about, uh, on a smaller note, not a smaller note, uh, on a somber note, actually, um, um, what's her name? Is it, uh, is it Melissa McBride? No, it's not Melissa McBride. The, the, the actress that plays uh, Supergirl, she came Oh, Melissa Benoist. Benoist. Yeah, there we go. I know it was Melissa something. Melissa Benoist came out in uh, uh, as a uh, as a survivor of uh, domestic violence. Um, here at What Kind of Podcast, we do not condone uh, domestic violence of any sort, male 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 on female, female on male, female female, male male. We don't condone any of it uh, in any other gender uh, types that I did not name or whatever the case may be. We do not condone domestic violence at all. Um, we all about the love and peace over here, um, but yeah, she went and through I give, it. I give her a lot of credit for. I give her a lot of credit for, you know, coming out with that. She didn't have to, but I give her a lot of credit for that. That really does show a lot of class and character and a lot of strength. Yeah, she's an advocate for it. Um, I think it makes even her a bigger advocate because she is Supergirl. So mm-hmm. um, that puts a lot of gravitas to her words, uh, just for little girls and stuff like that. And being that, it's kind of like I would say. I wouldn't say it was like Linda Carter, uh, Wonder Woman, but mm-hmm. uh, but still in that that same vein, just like Gal Gadot uh, being Wonder Woman uh, has a, a, a I would say maybe just as strong as a gravitas as uh, Superman does is being kind of like that mm-hmm. noble person, that regal and noble person. Uh, so for her mm-hmm. for her to do that, I think that's big and it's very brave too put yourself in the spotlight more than necessarily that you need to be um and say hey i went through this too um and you can survive it and it's not okay and uh, you know there's ways to protect yourself or even if you're in a situation that you're trying to get out of 
don't be scared uh, and even if you are scared you can ask for help and you know someone can help you um but just want to talk about that real quick um because uh it you may know you may it may be going on and you just don't know um so mm-hmm. look out for your strong friends look out for your your weak friends and not to say weak and necessarily as in someone's like a weakling but some of those friends who are more vocal about a lot of things and but they're not necessarily vocal about that because it's just a matter of embarrassment um mm-hmm. and then especially your strong friends they're probably more embarrassed than anything because they out of anyone did see it happening to them um let's see oh this is a funny one uh cutting johnny depp out of Car- uh, pirates of the caribbean saved them 90 million dollars yeah, that's kind of a double-edged sword because it's like, okay, you're saving yourself almost a hundred million dollars on one person, but is anybody gonna come see it without Johnny Depp? Uh, I, I wasn't after. I honestly never saw them because of Johnny Depp. Maybe the first one, mm-hmm. but after that, I just enjoyed the story. To be honest, I, I actually am the reverse. I originally came to them for the story because I, I love pirate tales mm-hmm. and then I got to love the character of Captain Jack and he's the reason I started coming back. Um, yeah. uh, but but um, with, with everything that's been going on with him and his personal life, it's... Yeah, that, it's that not, shit between I mean, him and his wife I, is ridiculous. Yeah. And here with all the other stuff with his family and stuff, it's 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 a crazy thing that's going on with Johnny Depp in his personal life. But it's really taking a hill on his professional life because uh, they're getting they're fine. From what I've heard, they've um, postponed uh, Fantastic Beast three until twenty twenty one because they're trying to redo the story in a way that they can write him out of it. Wow. And he lost. And he lost Captain Jack. <laughs> You know, it's because uh, he was the main villain in uh, in yeah. two. Well, he was like you saw him in one, but he was the main villain in two. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and so now they're trying to figure out a way to get him out of that. It's uh, oof, man. To go back, go go back ten years and think this is where you'd be right now if you were talking about Johnny Depp. Okay, uh, let's get us out of this funk on a happier note. Uh, Kid Cudi's next album, Intergalactic, will have 30-minute episodes for each song on Netflix. Next I am, level. I am super excited about this. This, I, this is the next level right here. This is literally I, expanding the medium. Yeah, I am... Not a lot of people do uh, video albums and do it well but it usually when they do mm-hmm. them it's extremely well it's only been a few people that's ever really done it and been successful at it michael jackson's done it neil's mm-hmm. done it usher's done it uh i believe janet's did it um maybe a beyonce? few other beyond i don't think beyond, mm-hmm. like a full cinematic mm-hmm. thing like multiple songs yeah lemonade and uh yeah lemonade the other one yeah 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 lemon lemonade i never really listened to lemonade so i wouldn't know so i take your word on it but just like the all the other ones i said i'm pretty sure there's some probably some other folks out of there but i remember listening to 
uh hell uh um what's his name Tory Lanez his first album I didn't necessarily like his second album but it was a story to that one uh Chicks Tape 5 had a story um and it just I love albums that have a story and it's consistent through the whole mm-hmm. thing where it's like you can see a movie put into it and for him to have a 30 minute mm-hmm. episode for each song I am super excited about that mm-hmm. I'm a huge Cuddy fan yeah, that's another reason to go back to Netflix. Netflix might be uh, might be doing something. I told you. That's why I said I never left. Ain't bad. Ain't bad. Did you see the new James Bond trailer? Uh, absolutely. That was amazing. Um, that's another series where I don't know how to take it. Uh, because I didn't see the last one that came out. Didn't see that. Was that? Um, I have no clue. That's how bad it is. Uh, was that the one with Christoph Waltz? Yeah, it was. I I got about halfway through and I got bored. It started doing that thing that all Bond movies do, and they get about halfway in, and it's just it's just location, location, dialogue, location, location, dialogue, mini boss fight, location, location. I'm like, okay, I'm tired. Um, not counting this one. How would you rank the Daniel Craig Bond series? Oh, you talking about the? I can't because what is it? Is it was it? Is it three or four before this one? Four, four. Casino Royale. I love that one. Uh, Beautiful movie. Huh? Quantum of Solace. Quantum, Quantum of Solace. Quantum of Solace. Uh, uh, Skyfall. Okay, Skyfall, and then we'll, which we'll, the one that just came out? Well, previously before the, the uh, new one. Uh, Skyfall, and then it's um the one that just came. Oh Jesus! Because uh, I, I, it's funny because I have it as a wallpaper on my PlayStation. Um, as one of the wallpapers for my PlayStation. Um, I'm trying to think of the I have name. a computer in front of me, and my computer died. Hmm. It's a good thing this is a podcast, otherwise I'd be hearing somebody yelling in my ear, dead air. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, that was Bond 24. That's what it was? No, it's just the, that was the, the 24th Bond film, Spectre. Spectre, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to say uh, Quantum of Silas, I wasn't, the, Quantum of Silas was okay, but I'm a huge fan of uh, Casino Royale. Um... I Skyfall. saw. Uh, you what was, you said what was the one after Quantum of Silence? Skyfall. Skyfall. I saw Skyfall, but I I don't really necessarily remember it. That was like the big one with uh what M and everything in it. I think she dies in that one. Uh, mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, like I remember bits and pieces of. It. I mean, I remember the big fight at the end when they're in that uh that the house in like in the like in the country or some shit. And then, so I remember that, but I, I would have to watch it again. And then I never saw um, Skyfall. Um, so, you know, I, I think I, I think they're really good movies. I just, sometimes I'm just not in that kick to want to watch a Bond movie. And I've always kind of been that way. Mm-hmm. I actually watched a couple of them uh, a couple of weeks ago. I watched the... Uh... Uh, I watched a couple of the Timothy Dalton ones, actually. The two Timothy Dalton ones, mm-hmm. License to Kill and uh, The Living Daylights. And 
it does feel like a different time watching them because it's just mid 80s and it's not mid 80s cheese it's like mid 80s when the 80s trying to really start going dark with films Mm -hmm. but uh they weren't as bad as i remember they weren't as good as i remembered his bond actually was similar i mean you you could watch those two bond films and then go right to the daniel craig bond films and think that they are the exact same character but uh i love me some uh, pierce brosnan i grew up on some remington steel uh gold uh, gold is still my uh, favorite bond film and my second favorite Bond film is one that is not that great. It's The World Is Not Enough. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I've just always loved that one. I love the acting in it. I love the actual. It's actually a good plot. Uh, a good super villain bad guy. But uh, yeah, I, I'm a I'm a sucker for the Pierce Brosnan era. But I'm gonna go see this one. Though. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm gonna go see. Uh, I'm I'm gonna see uh, this one. It, it looks good. Um, they do sucker me in with the trailers when it comes to Bond films. Yeah. Alright, moving on. Next thing in news. Hey guys, if you haven't noticed, we have a new logo. So, uh, definitely take a look at yes. that. Yes, legit. Uh, I want to shout out, uh, Mike Searcy. Uh, that's family to me. That's one of my uncles. Uh, he uh blessed us with that um new logo um thank you great job so yeah um wow what else we got going on well you want to end it with a uh, mini preview for uh crisis oh man uh, did you see the Irishman? The what? The no. Irishman. That's another. I honestly. That's another thing on Netflix. I. That seems like it's gonna be a lot to watch. Like it seems like like, and I like Scorsese. I I love Scorsese actually, but uh, that seems like I'm gonna have to default. Like I'm gonna have to watch that film. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I have that much time like right now. Two to it's, three hours long. Heard is a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing, man. Like, uh, like, two of his films are already in my all-time top twenty. <laughs> like, Goodfellas is literally just outside of my top ten, and The Departed is probably in my top fifteen to twenty. Like, I and I used to say this all the time to people, and I'm like, The Departed is literally an acting dick measuring contest. <laughs> like, literally, you have the best actors in the world, all on their A-game trying to out-act the other one. And ironically, Mark Wahlberg is the one that ends up with the Oscar nomination. Yeah. They, and he actually deserved it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that seems like it's going to be a lot of time. Uh, what you think about uh, Three Stacks and, as a spy in uh, the new AMC uh, thriller series? Did you, you see? You were going in and out. I said, what do you think about Three Stacks being in uh, the new Spy series? No, I hear you. I said, what did you think about Three Stacks being in that new Spy series on AMC? I love it. I mean, I want the album, man. Like, come on. We, we need another album, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like, I want you to do more. I want, this, I want you to do it all. I want to see you more on screen. 
we we need the album. You gotta remind some of these young kids, man. Like they they don't know what we talking about when we saying how crazy Three Stacks was, man. You you, you gotta bless these young kids, these these young Thundercats out here, man. They 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 don't know what it really don't know how you can really get down. But uh, yeah, I love it, man. I mean, that that seems like a great Wolfram. I mean, he's a he's actually a really good actor. I mean, he's really. He's really, uh, really good with the quirky stuff, but uh, he, he can get down. I think, I think if he really, com- like, com- really committed to acting, I think he would really surprise a lot of people. Mm, yeah, he would. Hell, hell, he's the best thing about Be Cool. <laughs> yeah, that movie's rough. <laughs> oh man, Get Shorty, man, that's one of my favorite '90s films. Like, I love Get Shorty. I quote that movie. And when a Be Cool came out and I saw it, I'm like, No, The Rock was oh. a, a, The Rock was a glimmer of light in that movie too. Yeah. He was. Yeah, he was a glimmer of light in that. And then Vince Vaughn did his thing, of course. Uh, <laughs> twinkle, twinkle, baby, twinkle, twinkle. <laughs> oh man! Hell, even like, Cedric Entertainer. It was. It was some glimmering lights in that movie. I ain't gonna say it was that. It. I think it was the actors did their things, and they were like big actors. So it's like, yeah. Um, do you have any thoughts about uh, Elizabeth? What's her What's her face? You have any thoughts about her? Who? Elizabeth. I want to. I don't want to say Moss. Uh, Olsen? No, 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 no. Uh, the one that played Rita Repulsa, Elizabeth. Uh, oh, Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, Banks. Oh, I. Oh, okay, so um, yeah, I, I didn't feel like putting a whole show together just for the review. <laughs> I did see Charlie's Angels. Mm-hmm. It is not a good film. Okay. It's it's not. And I love Elizabeth Banks. I mean, she's like in my top ten of uh, Caucasian persuasions that I would go for. You, you know what my favorite she movie ever heard? Top five. You know, you know what my favorite Zach, movie hers. Zach and Zach and Mary make a porno. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite too. <laughs> that I'm sorry, that movie's damn near a classic, yeah. and it's highly quotable. Her name bubbles. I it's highly quotable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me and my uh, my best friend Brian, uh, we'll just text each other randomly for years. We just always just text each other just a random movie quote, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. It's just a quote that always gives me laugh. It'll make me laugh and. Excuse the language, people, but it'll be like, nigger rich productions? Yeah, DreamWorks was taken. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, man. Uh, <laughs> and, I, and the funny thing is, uh, this happened to me one time, mini story, 30 seconds. I was in a Starbucks for one of the few times I've ever gone to a Starbucks. And somebody ordered a coffee black. And it's a line in the movie where a guy says, coffee black. He's like, don't you see me talking? White. White. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally almost said that out loud, and I started chuckling to myself in line. <laughs> just, just from hearing that, it just triggered. Oh, that was. But um, she's she's a good actress. Um, I saw, I watched it. Um, damn near, I watched the whole damn movie on YouTube. Uh, Brightburn, which was actually good. Oh, I got, I got to catch that. I still gotta it's, catch it's, that. it's not bad. It, I think, it, I think. It took a good concept of obviously like what would Superman be if he was a kid? Like he probably would be a little asshole if he could do whatever he wanted. Um, but it took the concept 
a too far in certain aspects and not far enough in some. But it, I thought it was pretty good. If you mm-hmm. just want to boil it down to just being a horror movie, but um, as a director, she's done uh, the last two Pitch Perfects, which I'm not their target demographic. I saw the first one; it was cute. The second one, I think I fell asleep through half of it, and I never saw the third one. And because I'm not a big um. What's her name? Uh, Fat Amy. Uh, Rebel Wilson. Yeah. I think she's the worst thing out in Hollywood right now. I I actively boycott anything she's associated with. (laughs) Cats cannot stand that woman. Also, I guess you're not going to see Cats. I will be dead and buried if I ever see that film. That, That... that thing looks horrible. I'm like, who is this for? I actually got into a discussion on Variety's Facebook page about the film. And I'm like, honestly, not hating. Who actually is actively going to go see this film? Because it doesn't look like it's for anybody that was a fan of the, the play. It doesn't look like anybody's a fan of the film. Who is going to see this? But, um, yeah, as a director, Elizabeth Banks, I think she, I think she still needs to like polish her craft and figure out what type of film she wants to have because the film had awkward moments in it and it mm-hmm. wasn't awkward comedy. Like it was like it the my main gripe with it, they didn't have any chemistry. Uh Naomi Scott, um I, I'm forgetting the other young lady's name. And uh Kristen Stewart. Mm-hmm. They they did not have chemistry together. And they tried to make Kristen Stewart the, I guess, the, technically the Drew Barrymore one, the quirky, crazy one that'll kind of say crazy stuff just for saying crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, Kristen Stewart is a capable actor, but that's not the type of actor she is. Like, that almost would have been a Rebel Wilson-type character. You know what I mean? Like, a character that just says that type of stuff. Like, a fat, she, she honestly... She was almost written as like a fat Amy character that just says certain things, and from a person of Kristen Stewart's talent, it just came like awkward. Like you're not gonna see, and I'm not putting her on his pedestal, obviously, but you're not gonna see Kristen Bale in a wacky comedy right now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're not gonna see him spitting one-liners, and it just came off weird. And they they didn't have any chemistry. Um, the action scenes were very generic. I've seen better action scenes on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Arrow. Like, it it honestly really didn't have too many redeeming qualities, and I'm not shitting on it because it's a female film. It just wasn't a good movie to me. Alright, there's your uh, unsolicited um, <laughs> review of the movie. Um, my my favorite my favorite YouTuber uh, for movie reviews is Jeremy Johns, and I'll use one of his things. Um, it might be a good time if you're drunk. <laughs> That's like uh, my best friend Vernon telling me, uh, only way he could get through Avatar, not Avatar, but excuse me, the Last Airbender by uh, the Slam Hammer, uh, was by drinking. <laughs> because literally when that came out, we we set up to go. We were supposed to go to a concert later on that night. Silver Sun Pickups, we did. That was one of the most amazing concerts I've ever been to in my life. Uh, but neither less to say. Uh, but just to go see that, we literally walked out. I I think if I didn't say I was going to walk out, they probably wouldn't have walked out. But I was like, this is <laughs> like they went from the water tribe to the, the, earth, the earth tribe. 
that went to like the city and our our city. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, man. I walked out. <laughs> like that was like the first five minutes of the movie. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I walked clear out of the movie. I should have got a refund, but I was dumb and young at the time, so I didn't think <laughs> nothing about it. Uh, but yeah, that yeah that movie is terrible. I still won't see that movie. And you couldn't pay me, give me enough money to watch that movie. Um, no, maybe you could pay me, but it would cost a lot. <laughs> Um, what else? There's a few other topics I want to get. We probably should get into, but uh, let's keep this under an uh, hour or close to it. So, um, we're gonna close up actually right now. Then, uh, let's get those uh those social medias out there. What's up? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Team Chaos K A Y O S, all one word. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Kyle J. Campbell. You can find me in the Wakanda podcast is this Facebook group. You can also find me in the Reality Era news uh, group on Facebook, talking wrestling. Uh, you can also find me uh, associated with my other podcast, Knockouts and Three Counts, uh, on Facebook and uh, anywhere where you listen to podcasts. All right. And, uh, of course, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, uh, at the red faced monster, uh, monster, so that is R E D F A C E D M O N S T A. Um, definitely all as well as you can find me at Mark McKinney on Facebook, you can find me at the What Kind of Podcast group as well as Chaos. Um, and that's pretty much where I'm chilling. Um, I want to give a special shout out to a few people. Um, especially going into the new year, um, I want to give a shout out to uh, Heber Davis, uh, uh, Jay Tesla, Black Girl Marvel, um, Chaos, um, my, my fucking self, um, my wife, uh, my kids, uh, the God above, um, uh, who else? Uh, my homie Marcus, uh, uh, a few other people um, that I'm either working with or I'm not working with. Oh, my homie, uh, Neil. Uh, he's a, actually, I think he's either one year or two years younger than uh, me. Uh, we went to high school together. He got a video game. Uh, I think I believe this, this is either his second or third video game he's been working on. He was at Yomakon with his video game. He had a line down the fucking hallway from what I could see. I didn't get a chance to go, but I saw pictures. Uh, my young nigga is doing his thing. I'm really proud of him. I tell him that every time I get a chance to talk to him, that I am proud of him. Uh, we was in robotics together. Uh, I see him like a little brother. He is a grown man now. Uh, it's funny because we're the same age, but we're in different grades. Um, but, yeah, man, I'm proud of him. Uh, I'm proud of everybody that's doing, making moves. Uh, that's not probably related to anything I got going on, but just in general. Um, going into 2019, even though we probably do a, maybe, maybe another podcast, maybe another two podcasts besides crisis or if not, but I just want to tell you people, uh, I'm proud of all you guys. Uh, I'm proud of my partner, uh, chaos, most definitely all his, uh, adventures, uh, um, and everything he got going on with his other podcasts and stuff like that. Some of the stuff he's put me on, um, like, I'm definitely happy that we ventured out and did this. Uh, oh, man. we It's been so long since we podcast last. We've been doing this for over a year. Uh, yes. So, uh, congratulations to us. Um, yes. Pat on the back. 
yeah so we got a lot of shit coming especially going into 2020 i'm not gonna tell you, you know new year new me shit but uh i wrote i wrote a list of goals and i plan on checking off every fucking goal uh, so that's all i'm gonna say i have spoken love peace and hair grease people peace